What do you do when the worst version of yourself becomes public? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And sometimes we just step into it don't we, my friends? Sometimes it's open mouth and insert foot. Sometimes it's open mouth, insert both feet, full legs, and everything that goes with it. We just say things that we can't take back. And in the age of text, we text things we can't take back that can be like screenshotted and shared everywhere. Screenshotted. I don't think that's a word. Anyway, I digress. That's where we find today's letter writer. What happens when you've said the worst thing and what you thought was a private moment only to find out not so private after all? How do you clean up the mess and how do you learn to forgive yourself? Here's today's letter and I'll find you on the other side. Heather, you tell us to speak our truth, but sometimes our truth is just mean and spiteful and we have no business actually saying it. I'm in a mastermind group. In a text exchange, I spoke horribly about one of the other members. I was mean, petty, and catty, and I thought I was talking to someone I trusted, but that trust has been violated and my message was shared with said person. I'm appalled, embarrassed, and horrified. I dropped myself from the mastermind and have tried to make amends, but I've been blocked by said person. I don't know how to fix this, but I'm just beside myself. How do you fix things when you've really screwed them up? Okay, so first of all, you are in the journey of self-compassion and self-forgiveness. And no matter what I say, you're not going to forgive yourself today. And my guess is it'll be hard to show yourself some compassion as well. But the biggest challenge you have here is to forgive yourself, to recognize that we are all perfectly imperfect. We all sort of fail to be our best selves sometimes. And yes, we have to sit in the natural consequence of that choice. And that's okay. Um, But right now it doesn't feel okay because you just want to fix it. So what I want you to do is slow yourself down. Um, It's really normal, natural, and understandable that you feel really impulsive right now, that you're probably rushing frenetically, trying to get a message to the person, trying to, you know, help somebody come up with a way of understanding what you had done, all of that. And it can feel very nervous. It can feel very disorganized and very disjointed. So what I want you to do is get still with yourself for a second to recognize that even though this feels really messy, really bad, and your conscience is in overdrive, like there's no permanent damage, there's no life-threatening damage, that you have time to take a breath and choose a path, and you really should do that. Because the only way you're really going to forgive yourself is if you can sit with the amends process. If you can sit and look back and know that you did everything you can to set this right. So you didn't want this to happen. You were petty gossiping. You were texting. You were chatting. Whatever it was you were doing, you had no intention to hurt this person's feelings or embarrass them. But you did. And now you're sitting in the natural consequence of that. Given that this has happened because you can't take it away. Who do you want to be 
And how do you want to move through the world in this F up? What do you want the story about who you are and how you handled this to be after the mess was made? So that's, that's where I would, I would get really clear on you right now, my guess is, and if you're anything like me, when I've effed it up and got, you know, inserted my foot into my own mouth, you're rushing to fix it. You're rushing to make it better. But the first thing you kind of have to do is, um, is think about what the injury was. Think about like how the words might have hurt it, how this, uh, I'm, I'm making up words again, hurt it, how the words hurt, um, how, um, you know, how the person might have been affected and what, you know, what the person might be reacting to. Don't assume you know, but just try to, to get yourself tuned into that. Did this person think you were a friend? Did this person share information that was private um, with you that um, maybe, you know, there's a fear of, um, you know, sort of that there's private information out there too. What else doesn't this person know? There's a lot of unknown questions. So I would get really clear on what your relationship was, what your communication was, what the type of environment was of your group and your one-in-one interactions with this member to really feel like you have a sense of it other than you got busted and other than you got caught because that's the end result but the injury when these things happen is usually like really that person said that about me because I really thought we connected or really that person said this because I thought we had worked that conflict out so just take a beat take a moment and get a sense of the whole story not the reactive story and then really get clear with who you want to be and how you want to move through the world with this. In an age of social media, when we open mouth and insert foot, we can get blocked like a dime. And it sounds like that's what's happened. But that's not the only way you have to communicate with this person. So what I would think about is if you were granted permission and you were granted access to this person, what do you want them to know? What do you want them to hear And what do you want them to understand about what happened? I would consider writing a letter, almost like your your shitty first draft, really, like Brene Brown talks about, where you just get it out and you say, I want you to know this. This is what happened. I'm feeling this. I'm thinking this. Like just, you know, the unedited, uncensored, sort of frenetic, disorganized letter And then once you figure out what is the real message, what is it that you actually want to say, then you can start to find your way with it and to think about how do you want to deliver this? How do you want to get the message to this person? Because you have people who have access to this person. I have to tell you that if it were me and I had done this, I would want to tell the person what I wanted them to think, and I would probably do it on video. So I would go into my video conferencing software, I would record a solo video, and I would just talk to the person. And I would say, listen, when this happened, you must have thought this, you probably felt that, etc., etc. This is what I want you to know. And I would just speak directly to the person as if they're 
in the room. And then I would invite the opportunity to reply, to say, you can do a video in exchange. I'm willing to, you know, sit down with you and have a conversation. I'm willing to talk to you, but open the lines of communication and also include for the person that like, it's okay if you don't respond right away, the door is always open. Because sometimes people, when they get their feelings hurt or they're embarrassed or they're simply pissed off, they don't want to respond right away, but you know, their better sense prevails and they're willing and able to come back around. Um, the other thing I would start to think about is what do you want to your response to be to the mastermind? Um, because, and this is my cycle babble run amok stuff, and you're probably like, what? To the mastermind? But what I always, you know, I really value and believe in really good group work and mastermind at its core is a group. So your actions and the sort of repercussions of it affect the group because now you're, you know, the, the member that you hurt probably feels tentative and vulnerable and sharing. You are no longer a member of the group. So I would consider having what you're thinking about offering a message of, you know, accepting responsibility and apology um, to the group, that your actions, your quick words, your whatever you want to call it, affected the group and acknowledge that and invite anybody else who needs to talk to you about that to process that with you as well. Because the reality is, is that even though you feel embarrassed and upset and all of that, what happened is normal in groups. This is an, an really good personal development, really good um, sort of growth opportunities come from these imperfect moments. So as a group, you all can better yourselves for it. And you may not have to be sort of permanently out of the group just because this happened. If everybody can just sit in the discomfort and be willing to have the hard conversation and sit in the conflict for a little bit, because trust can be reestablished, particularly when someone's owning full responsibility and sort of leading the charge with that. But you do want to just invite, you know, anybody who might be affected to have a conversation. But then you didn't mention this, but I'm going to bring this up for you because I, I also think that as horrified as you are, as embarrassed as you are, and as bad as you feel, you also have been betrayed that you didn't say this to the person in this unedited, uncensored view. And for all you know, you were, I don't know what led up to the little, you know, sort of um, text exchange that you were in, but you, you believed it was private. You had no inclination, no intent to have said person read this or know about it. You get to have a conversation with a person who violated your trust to let them know how that has affected you to say, you know, I thought we were friends. I thought this was private. I'm really quite stunned and upset to know that you shared this and that you put this group in this position. I certainly own my, you know, my responsibility for saying unkind things, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, your actions have impacted me in the following ways. To really make sure that, you know, you you speak up for yourself because I think what happens when we F things up, sometimes we just ignore ourselves entirely and we don't give ourselves any attention. We don't pay attention to our injuries or how we were affected by things. But in a group, there's like, you know, there's a chain of events. It's like a thing of dominoes where one affects the other and it all goes down. So I would have that conversation. The most important thing I can tell you is to be open to being human 
to be open to not knowing the answer, to having it be messy, to being in the rumble and to figuring it out. That it may not be clean, but it still can be human. We've all gossiped. We've all told secrets. We've all broken communication. We've all lied. We've all bowed to social pressure. We've all been imperfect. And the best way to get to the other side of it is to accept our imperfections, to understand it and accept responsibility for it, but also to show ourselves some self-compassion and some self-forgiveness. And if you really own responsibility, if you have the hard talks with the people affected by it, you'll be on the other side of this in no time. But if you're just rushing with a Band-Aid and not a real cure, then you are constantly going to be fighting the demon inside yourself, you're constantly going to be feeling not good enough and you're going to be chasing the tail. The best way to get ahead of this is to be ahead of it, to get really clear on who you want to be given that this has happened. What do you want people to say about you if they find out about this? What do they want them? What do you want them to know about you and how do you want to be? And what do you want to do personally for yourself to ensure that this never happens again? Because a lot of times these types of things really are warning signs are, you know, um, like they're, they're flags that like, oh, I said this, I did this, this chain of events happened because I was really unhappy with this. I didn't say that or I didn't do this. And sometimes we have to look at what we were ignoring. Um, what was the sort of unattended to, you know, hurt or ache or bother, whatever you want to call it. Um, what wasn't getting your attention that you released the tension by being mean and petty? It's always worth a look. Um, Self-forgiveness isn't easy. We've all messed it up sometimes. So the, you just have to be kind for yourself. Recognize that like this isn't going to last. Like, don't worry, you're going to mess it up again. <laughs> right? But like, that's true. Like, this isn't going to be the last time you mess it up. But you can be a better person for it on the other side. Um, I'm sorry that you were so hurt. Um, I'm sorry that this just feels like such a puddle around you right now. But I do believe it'll get better and hopefully these um, suggestions have helped. Thanks so much for reaching out to me with your vulnerability. I really appreciate it. If any listeners to the show have a question, you can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. I'll tackle a being human moment and I'll tackle your business questions too. Thanks so much for reaching out to me. If you need anything in the future, find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.